Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored Podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a holistic business coach and intuitive healer who supports empaths in creating a thriving body, business, and life. Healing my own chronic illness as an empath led me to become fascinated with energy and more specifically, all the emotional, spiritual, and holistic healing modalities that my doctor never told me about. I began to share my insights and journey online and over time built a powerful community and business supporting women who were also on their path to healing. Think of this podcast as your uncensored and no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship as a highly sensitive person. You'll get no nonsense and totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing journey right beside you. Now let's get started. This question is from Carrie. Carrie wants to know how to create space for healing, creativity, and feminine, aka yin, energy. When I feel engulfed by high levels of responsibility in my type A, high pressure, masculine slash yang job. So when we are the type A, when we are the go doers, and we probably hold ourselves to really high standards as well, it's so important to create space for the B, for the silence, the space. And part of that and part of my answer to you today, Carrie, is that you just have to decide. So how do we create space for all these things that we want more of? Well, we decide that we're going to create the space for them, and then we make the time. Time, and, time, space, reality, continuum, it's all 
just an illusion and we can always choose to create the space for this and it does not necessarily mean waking up an hour early or waiting to go to bed until midnight or something. It doesn't have to be that you're sacrificing your sleep to create this time, but instead it can be something that you infuse into your day and allow it to be part of everything that you do. Allowing your feminine to really just blossom and, and weave through in, into your everyday tasks. But in the beginning, we have to decide that that's something we're going to intentionally create more of or that we are going to weave into our lives. So the first part is decide. Decide that you want to weave more of this feminine in because it's totally possible. You can be in a more masculine dominant either specific role in your company that you're that you're working at, the job that you work at, or you can just be surrounded by more men in your in your job. Either way, you can still bring your feminine to the table. And that's actually one of your your attributes, your strengths in how you get to show up in the world as well. And so instead of feeling like I have to be, you know, that like doer and overachiever and type A in a more masculine job setting, Let's actually bring in some of your feminine and see how that makes you even stronger by balancing those energies within you that are inherent within all of us and gets us, allows us to really see our own full power. So again, first part is decide. Second, making the space after we've made the decision, I'm going to make space for this, it might mean waking up five minutes earlier and starting your day with silence because the feminine is also the bee. It's the stillness. It's the opening yourself up to your intuition and to your creativity versus going and taking action and checking the the boxes off of your to-do list. And so it could look like that. And if that feels aligned for you, then by all means, wake up five minutes earlier and start your day with some, some divine silence. But if that doesn't feel good and you're like, I don't really want to wake up five minutes earlier, then, then let's see how we can also integrate this into your regular habits and patterns and the things that you're doing every single day that could just sprinkle a little feminine fairy dust onto them. So the first part is dancing. And when we get into our body and when we dance and we shake our hips and we we move our body in an organic way that activates our sacral chakra energy and our shakti energy, our goddess energy within us to to rise and that kundalini energy of dancing. And so dance is a beautiful way to maybe stop taking yourself so seriously as well in this high pressure job where, you know, it's like everything feels like it's so important. It's going to be the end of the world. Maybe if I don't finish this or complete this on time or do my very best and then invite play into this process so that we do take ourselves a little less seriously. And regardless of how good of a dancer or, or poor of a dancer you are, it doesn't fucking matter. You just get to go out and express yourself and move your body. I, I consider myself very, um, 
very amateur dancer. And I love to do this. And in my office, I'll close the door, I'll turn the music up and I'll dance. And so you can do that to start your day. You can do that as a midday break. If you're in a more like cubicle office setting, go into a bathroom stall and just dance for a second. Walk down the street and dance. Okay, I have to tell you this. So there's a woman in our neighborhood who puts in, um, actually they're kind of like old school, like headphones, like, like just kind of the wire goes across your head and it has like the, you know, like little, um, ear covers and she's got like, I think it's like a, either a discman or like maybe even like a cassette tape player. And she walks around the neighborhood and she is just shaking it as she walks and she just sometimes she'll stop walking and she'll like really break it down and other times she'll just kind of like put some pep in her step and I just like look at this woman every time and it always brings a smile to my face because I'm like her Shakti is woke and she is just moving and flowing in a way that feels good and letting her feminine energy shine and so also just taking away the fear of judgment or embarrassment around this and letting ourselves dance. Dance whenever and wherever you can in your life, whether it's private or public or bathroom stalls, it does not matter. So that's one way to bring more feminine, divine feminine energy into, especially situations that feel really serious, like bring in the play. You can also just adorn so adornment is part of our feminine energy and so you can adorn your space with things that make you happy that make you smile that make you feel feminine and so that might be for any of you listening who have a a desk space that you work at it might be bringing in some like I have this really beautiful orchid on my desk And it just makes me feel really happy every single time I look at this orchid and the color pink and I have crystals in my space and it might be something else that makes you smile like a picture of your children or of your family or of your partner or of your whoever or just a picture that that makes you you happy that's that's not of people you know but instead maybe just like a beautiful mandala or uh shakti like bringing in some goddesses and if that's allowed in your workspace just surrounding yourself and adorning your space with things that make you feel happy and smile Another way you can bring in and infuse feminine energy into just every day, again, it's not necessarily saying, oh, I need two hours every day to tap into my feminine energy. Like, not everyone has time for that, right? Even though I try not to, to ever say that I don't have time for, <laughs> I try to take that out of my vocabulary completely because we can always create the time, right? But how, mo- how about we make this as easy as possible? So another way you can do this is just dress in a way that makes you feel really beautiful or really sexy. That might be just some really cool lipstick. It might be um, a beautiful flowing dress. It might be some really sweet heels. It might be freaking boots. Like the, sexy is different and we all feel sexy in different ways so don't feel like you have to be sexy in lingerie and stilettos and hot red lipstick sexy gets to be whatever you want it to be and and whatever makes you feel really good and confident about yourself so that's a way to bring in your feminine is what makes me feel really beautiful and sexy and 
in my own style, my own unique flair and the, the, you know, the clothes you put, like we're, we all put clothes on every single day. <laughs> so why not put clothes on that allow you to feel good and confident? You can also just work on infusing more creativity into your life. So get creative. What creative things do you love? That's going to look different for all of us. It, it, it can be painting. It can be like the, the more fine arts uh, or music as well, or singing creativity, playing an instrument, but it doesn't have to be because those, especially the musical stuff is not, not my expertise, not my talent, but creativity could be in cooking. It could, it could be in, in adult coloring books. It could be in gardening. Creativity gets to come out in many different ways. And so just ask yourself, what in what way does my divine feminine essence want to be expressed creatively? And so see what comes up for you. Also practice listening to your intuition. So this is at work and at home. Listen to your intuition. Listen to your gut. Even if you're in a place where there's a lot of energy and there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of maybe masculine energy around you, you still can always tap into your feminine. And, to, and part of the feminine is the intuitive. So listening to that gut instinct, listening to the downloads you're getting in your third eye chakra and, and not ignoring those aspects of who you are and, and how you are as a spiritual human being. So really just listening to your intuition, again, in, in every single situation and environment of your life. I love salt baths with essential oils for my feminine. It's a way that's just like a surefire way for me to always feel like more connected to my body. I think part of it is getting naked. I think part of it is the salt just cleansing me. I think part of it is the power of essential oils and it just feels really luxurious and to light some non-toxic candles um, or surround myself with some crystals all feel really, really good to me. So I will take salt baths. Um, magnolia essential oil is my current favorite. It fluctuates from time to time, but right now magnolia essential oil is my favorite essential oil for tapping into my divine feminine. I have this book here. It's called Emotions and Essential Oils. You can get it on Amazon um, or on websites like oillife.com. And magnolia is this, this oil of compassion, but it also, I'm just going to read a little snippet of this, connects people with the energy of the divine matriarch. This feminine spiritual source expects individuals to treat one another with mercy and compassion. Magnolia creates a tender place within our heart to learn important lessons from this higher plane of consciousness about human interconnectedness and how to live in love and in harmony. And for me, it just really pulls out this as, as the book says here, gentle, pure, maternal, nurturing, healing, deep, soul-level, changing energy out of me. And so I've been applying that to my, comes in a rollerball, so I apply it to my forearms, rather roll my forearms together, uh, rub my forearms together, and then bring my hands and wrists and forearms up towards my face and just take three deep, big breaths in and just feel what cord that activates within my body when I inhale it and then let it all out and that is like an instantaneous connection to my feminine energy that takes two seconds right so again this is name of the game here is ease and not overcomplicating things for ourselves another thing to just remind you of is that you do not have to do it all 
that it's okay to outsource. It's okay to ask for help. The feminine is our receiving side. It's our, our left side. And I, I think of my left palm is just, sometimes I'll just l hold my left palm up and let it, the palm face up towards the sky, the heavens, the universe and spirit, and, and just allow, allow myself to receive. And everything in my life that I do receive in any given day, I have a mantra, which is I can receive this. Thank you, universe. I can receive this. Or thank you, universe. I would like more of this. I can, I can not only receive this, but I would like a little bit more and really opening yourself up to receive and at work and especially in a high pressure job it's like what are you receiving notice where you're receiving are you receiving help are you receiving guidance are you receiving what and notice all of that and and just become more aware of it as you do go throughout your day and then outside of work too how can you let yourself receive does it mean outsourcing does it mean asking for help what does that look like and, and what feels best for you you can also start using a yoni egg. So a yoni egg is a egg-shaped crystal that you insert into your yoni, aka your lady parts. And what that does, and I especially love rose quartz for this, a rose quartz yoni egg, it's to help heal and to activate the sacral chakra. So especially if you've been on birth control, had any sort of um, IUD, um, it doesn't matter what type of birth control, but I find especially with IUDs, like there's this this blockage, this trauma, this energy that's heavy, that's residing within the yoni. And to be able to cleanse and release that also opens us up to our feminine energy. So a yoni egg practice, if you have more questions, just shoot me a message. And I have a source for you to purchase them if you need as well. But it helps to heal and activate that sacral chakra, which is so important in expressing our creativity, expressing our our fieriness and our sexiness and our sensuality and that creative energy. The feminine is also cyclical, just like we cycle as women with our, our menstruation. There's the moon, the moon cycle as well. And so any sort of ritual around the, the moon helps you connect into your feminine and just it's a reminder that we're ever evolving and changing as human beings. And those rituals around full moon and new moon are, are so inherent in our ancestry and our history. And it's a beautiful opportunity to connect into your feminine. So I think of that as like twice a month. That's again, not super time consuming, but twice a month, you're just tapping into uh, intention setting and also a reflection and a releasing energy, depending on which moon it is. Few more things, uh, child's pose for in, in yoga. Uh, just if you don't know what that looks like, I can't show you right this second, so you can Google it. But child's pose is a beautiful posture. One of my there's many postures that are more yin in nature. More and actually going to a yin yoga class is also a beautiful thing to do. But they're they're more feminine in in their nature versus the yang or the yang postures are more energetic and strengthening. The yin is more nurturing and child's pose is one of my favorite yoga postures for activating the feminine. It's a beautiful one to do if you ever have any sort of menstrual cramps as well, but it just feels in itself in that word child, it's a nurturing posture. And so just plopping into a child's pose anywhere <laughs> is a beautiful thing to do whenever you feel like really disconnected to your feminine or really overworked and like you're so much in that masculine energy and I mentioned rose quartz yoni egg but I think rose quartz crystals in general are really beautiful to put on your heart or to nestle into your bra or carry in your purse or put into your pocket or underneath your bed or on your nightstand. So it's just this divine and awakened heart chakra energy 
that is also rising within you and you have that vibration of the crystal to constantly be kind of anchoring you back to what this intention is, which is awakening and, and honoring and balancing this feminine energy that is again inherent within all human beings, male and female. Okay, I hope this has been super helpful, Carrie. Uh, super fun for me to answer these questions. I, I love talking about these different aspects of all of us and just really opening people's eyes to this because they're not always aware of the, just how complex we are as human beings. And we are, we're so, we're so complex. And to think that going to the doctor's office or going to, you know, your local pharmacy, CVS, Walgreens is in, in buying your cough syrup or whatever, your vitamins or just someone looking and putting the, the, the tongue depressor on your tongue and looking down your throat. To think that those aspects of our healing that are so surface level and, and oftentimes topical or pill related, to think that that is the extent of what will make us feel whole as a human being, I think is very limiting. It's a very limiting perspective. And in fact, we're very complex, multidimensional human beings. And uh, my healer recently gave me this affirmation, I am not my, my mind, I am not even my body, I am spirit. And just rem that re deep reminder that like, yeah, I have this body I can touch. I have this mind that I'm thinking with right now, but at the, at the core, at the center, like I'm fucking stardust, I am spirit. And when I remember that, that allows me to realize that, yeah, maybe that like cough syrup or that person looking down my throat is not going to be the end all be all of me feeling whole, pure, complete as a human being, because I'm much more multidimensional than that. And so in my program Rise, which is a six-week group coaching program, we are taking that 3D version of us that's, that's skin and bones and cells that are communicating and with each other within our body and our brain, and we're elevating you into the 5D version of you that is that's already there. It's just reawakening her and showing you the, the pathway to, to get to know her and what does she look like and what does she need and how does she feel. So I'm so honored to be holding the space for these women that we've already got um, a handful of women in the course and I'm holding space for another handful to jump in. Uh, let's see, today is Thursday. Tomorrow the is the last day to join us at the current price point before the price goes up by $100. So if you're interested or if you have any questions, pop on Instagram and shoot me a DM and I'd be happy to voice audio text you back and forth to answer any questions that you have. I love doing this with my community and getting to hear your voices as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I hope you have gained some new tools on how to activate and awaken your feminine energy. And if there's any of these tools and tips that you decide to implement in your life, I would love to see them in action. So tag me on Instagram at the underscore empowered underscore empath, and I'll be right alongside you celebrating you, witnessing you, and just so happy to see these tools being used out in the world. Thanks again so much for tuning in to today's episode, and I'll see you next time.